Hello there and welcome to Let's Get Sexy, the podcast where I read an erotic story and you listen to it. In this second series of the podcast, I am reading a story called The Country Cottage by A.A. Dirty Old Man in PHX1, referred to also as simply A Dirty Old Man. And today we're reading chapter 2, which is a little bit of a longer chapter at 6.1 thousand words. So this is going to be a bit of a longer entry. I don't think it's quite long enough to split it into two episodes, though, luckily. It's had 31.1 thousand views, and of those 31.1 thousand viewers, 26 liked it. One person commented on it, and it has a star rating of 4.54, which I think makes it a hot chapter. H for hot. Oh yeah, this is this is 100% a hot chapter. It was also released very quickly after the previous chapter. So the first part was on the 25th of the 10th, 2017, and this next chapter a mere three days later on the 28th. So A Dirty Old Man is a far more diligent author. As always, I haven't read this chapter ahead of time, don't know what's going to happen, and so you'll be experiencing it at the same time as me, or at least my reaction will be a genuine first reaction. To recap briefly on what happened last time in the first chapter, Lisa and Dan are a married couple. It's a different Lisa from Lesbian Slave Island Lisa. Just to clarify, this Lisa isn't a lesbian, or at least uh, she's married to a man. She's married to Dan, Dan the man. There's been a little bit of marital trouble for the two of them. Things, especially in their sex life, have become a little bit mundane and unenjoyable for both parties. And so after a discussion, they've decided to go on a holiday to the country cottage, which I think they already suspected was a sexual retreat, an erotic destination of some description. And in the last episode, they arrived at the cottage. They met the owners, Bob and Carol, and their two children, Alice and Ted. They had a, a cup of tea and a bit of a chat. They learned all about some of the other people who will be staying at the villa, although we haven't met any of them yet. They include a priest and his wife, who are kind of regular visitors to the cottage. There was plenty of innuendo from both Ted and Carol. But the first real giveaway of the sexual nature of the cottage was when Dan and Lisa were surprised in the bathroom by Alice, who suddenly appeared before them completely nude, having, it seemed, just had sex with her older brother. A sight which seemed to leave both Dan and Lisa somewhat speechless, and I don't think we can blame them for that reaction. That would be a bit of a surprise, wouldn't it? So, now that we're all on the same page, please enjoy this second chapter of The Country Cottage, which is subtitled, Lisa and Dan Meet Other Family Members. The Country Cottage The Country Cottage The arrangements. Lisa. Our hostess led us to our rooms, explaining things as we walked through the sprawling old worldly complex, filled with a seemingly endless array of antique furniture and knick-knacks. 
the novel shared bathroom was intriguing, especially since we would be using the same one as their grown children, who apparently shared a room. I found myself more aroused than curious about such an unusual and perhaps prescribed arrangement. As Carol demonstrated the operation of the privacy bolt, her daughter Alice stepped into the bathroom at that exact moment, totally naked. Her mother just smiled. Oh, there you are, dear. If you're done taking care of Ted for now, I'll need some help in the kitchen while Lisa and Dan get ready for dinner. Our other guests should be here as well by then, Carol murmured softly, and then leaned over to kiss her daughter on the cheek. Both Dan and I just stood gawking at the young woman who made no move to cover herself. I was sure that Dan was both surprised and aroused. I'd seen plenty of other naked women in my life, but somehow this was different, prompting a familiar tingle between my legs. Alice's large, soft tits were topped by dark brown areolas and pierced nipples, a thick triangular thatch of hair dotted with crusted white droplets that I immediately recognised as drying semen covered her crotch. Behind her, a grinning naked man sat with his legs dangling over the edge of the bed. Please pardon my manners, but you haven't been properly introduced to my brother Ted yet, have you? Alice said softly as a nude Ted walked up behind her. Carol could see the surprise on our faces and chuckled. I suspected she also saw the bulge I just knew was protruding from Dan's pants. I did explain that this was a family fun establishment. Alice has always taken very good care of her big brother. Despite being only two years older, in his eyes she is still his little baby sister and he treats her as his own little girl. She loves that, don't you, baby? We had only heard Alice speak in the reception area, and then she sounded very shy and serious. Now she just giggled in a babyish voice. I love being Teddy's baby girl, she said. She likes spreading her legs for Teddy, too, and opening her cunt for him, Carol murmured and playfully smacked her daughter's bare bottom. Carol turned to her smiling son, who was also naked with a big, stiff dick. He made no attempt to cover himself either. How was she today, Ted? asked his mother. She was awesome as usual, Mum, just the way you know I like, Ted responded. He put his arms round his sister, cupped her ample breasts in his hand, and pulled the nipple rings. Alice looked directly at me, smiled, cooed, and rubbed her ass back against her brother's hardening cock. With that, Carol guided us back to our own bedroom. I did not hear the privacy latch close. Well, we finished all the registration details, Lisa. Before you complete payment, I have to ask if you are satisfied with all the facilities and arrangements. If you're not pleased with anything, you're free to leave and Bob and I will happily return your deposit, she said. Dan had recovered by now and looked directly at me before he spoke. I, we, think it's ideal, Carol. Just what we're looking for, he said. This is a friendly, family-oriented establishment, and as such, all adults are welcome to join in with our family if they wish, Carol said, not rushing us at all. I looked at Dan. I nodded. He nodded back and gently took my hand in his. We would very much like to be part of your family, Carol, he said. Carol smiled and moved towards me, putting her arms around me and kissing me full on the lips in front of my husband. She pushed her tongue out and I found myself opening my mouth in acceptance. At the same time, she raised her right hand and gently squeezed my left breast. My pussy clenched and the moment was made even more exquisite by the fact that my husband was watching from only a few feet away. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw him squeeze the front of his trousers. I felt so juicy, and yet so relaxed as Carol drew back, at the same time tenderly patting my ass before easing herself away. Both of you will have to make a full confession to Father John later on, Lisa, but for now I want a quick summary of three things you each fantasize about, she said. I took a deep breath and looked at Dan. 
We were in too deep now to change our minds. He nodded in agreement. It was embarrassing, but for the next ten minutes we told her some of our most intimate desires and thoughts. Dan blushed as I told her secret things about him, and I did the same when he told her a thing or two surprisingly personal things about me. Does this count as a confession, Carol? I asked, rather timidly when we were done. Oh, hardly, my dear, Carol laughed. I'm not really in a position for that, but Bobble wants a few details about our afternoon, she said. When will we meet Father John and Mother Rose? I asked. They'll be having dinner with us this evening. When I tell him that you and your husband are joining the family, he'll probably want to give you confession sometime tomorrow in the main lounge, most likely starting with Lisa, as we're having our first glass of wine. But won't it be a private confession, Carol? I gasped. Of course not, Lisa. Now you're part of the family, it's important we all know every one of your secrets, and especially all your sins. You already know a few of ours, she said. I assumed she was talking about Alice and Ted. As you saw in the bath, my son regularly fucks my daughter. It's all part of the love we share. After all, who better to share your love and yourself than your family? You and Bob are family in the same way, Carol? Dan asked. Very much so, Dan. Bob is my brother as well as my husband. Alice enjoys being fucked by her father, and obviously it's the same with Ted and myself. Everyone enjoys everyone else in every way we can in our family, and always have. We'll fill you both in with a lot more details at dinner. With that, she stepped close to me and took my face in both her hands to give me another deep, passionate kiss. And then she turned to Dan, placed both of his hands on her billowing tits, reached down between his legs to stroke his bulging dick, and kissed him lustily as well. Cocktails are served at five o'clock, and dinner is at seven, she exclaimed, giving us both a playful but firm slap on our asses as she left the room. Dan I could barely catch my breath, staring at the naked young woman standing in front of us. Alice's tits were magnificent, made even more alluring by the silver rings dangling from each erect nipple. My dick was rock-hard, aching to burst through the fabric of my trousers. Alice introduced the naked man who came up behind her and cupped those awesome tits as her brother, Ted. When I stole a glance at Lisa, I saw her nipples stiffen beneath her blouse. Carol seemed unperturbed at all by the situation talking casually with Lisa and Alice, in a way that meant this was not only the normal situation here, but the expected one. I finally managed to drag my eyes and attention off Alice's tits and hairy pussy to concentrate on what Carol was saying. My dick hardened completely as I realised Lisa and I were being told quite a bit about this incestuous family. When Carol led us back to our bedroom, she directly asked if we were amenable to those arrangements. If not, she offered to fully refund our deposits. I managed to clear my head enough to agree to the arrangements she was suggesting. Then she explicitly asked if I wanted to join them in their incestuous activities. Lisa looked at me and nodded her assent. I nodded back and took her hand in mine. Carol smiled broadly, then stepped up, wrapped her arms around Lisa and gave her a tongue-lashing kiss. Lisa eagerly returned that kiss when Carol began caressing Lisa's left breast. Without a thought, I rubbed my throbbing cock through my pants. Surely my wife and Carol noticed, but didn't pay any attention. I had no doubt my underwear was already stained with my pre-cum. Carol drew back from the kiss and patted Lisa's ass affectionately. She then asked us each to tell her three fantasies or secrets. It had something to do with the confession we were expected to make to Father John at some point. My attention was locked on Carol's glorious tits, and wondered how long it would be before I found out if her cunt hair was as thick as her daughter's. 
Lisa told Carol about her headmaster and dirty old man fantasies, and then surprised and aroused me that she had a secret longing to have sex with another woman while I watched and masturbated. I mentioned my fetish for large tits, having a threesome with another woman and being told what to do. Carol explained this was not the confession she and Lisa discussed. She just wanted a little information to share with Bob before dinner. At that point, it didn't surprise me to learn that Bob was both her husband and brother. Before she turned to leave, she gave Lisa another passionate kiss. Then she turned to me, placed both of my hands on her awesome tits, and kissed me deeply while fondling my rock-hard dick. She left, telling us cocktails were at five and dinner at seven. When we were alone, Lisa and I just sat down on the bed and looked at each other. I'm beginning to really understand what family fun means, Lisa, I said. She nodded her eyes burning with lust and arousal, then threw herself on top of me as we frantically tore off each other's clothing. My cum shot into her dripping wet pussy on the third thrust, and she shrieked in a monumental orgasm before my semen stopped gushing into her. I didn't care that her shrieks of pleasure could be heard by everyone in the house. Lisa I was in a daze as I lay cuddled with Dan, his now soft cock pressed against my ass cheek and his warm sperm seeping down over my thigh. I could not believe how aroused I became as Carol divulged more and more about her incestuous family. My cunt was already soaking wet by the time I jumped Dan, and he rammed his rock-hard cock deep inside me. He gently pinched my right nipple and whispered in my ear, Are you as turned on as I am with all this? What do you think? I asked, turning to face him, my nipples tingling as they brushed across his chest. I just had one of the most intense orgasms of my life on your cock, and I'm already ready for more, I said. Dan pulled me closer and lightly slapped my ass. The sting went straight to my pussy, causing me to shudder in unexpected pleasure. He caressed my reddened ass cheek tenderly while gently sliding his tongue into my mouth, then slipped down to suck my engorged clit until my orgasmic juices splattered all over his face. We went into the bath together naked for a shower and freshen up before getting dressed for dinner. As Dan reached to close the privacy bolt to Alice and Ted's room, I stopped his hand and smiled shyly. I sort of liked the idea that one or both of them might walk in on us. Shortly after five, we walked into the lounge. Bob and Carol rose to greet us, then directed us to some comfortable chairs. Carol made a point of sitting next to Dan on the stuffed sofa. Alice took our drink orders, and I couldn't help but notice her skirt was very short and tight, and clearly she hadn't bothered with a bra. Neither had I. It was obvious that they wanted us to feel at home. It's quiet at the moment, Alice, so you may as well have a glass to yourself and join us, Carol said with a warm smile. Thanks, Mum. I would like that, Alice smiled gratefully. I noticed there was no trace of the baby girl voice she had used in the bedroom. She looked and sounded like a respectable 32-year-old woman, talking to her mother. We chatted for a few moments about general things, before Alice turned and looked me directly in the eyes. My mother said you'd like to join our family now, Lisa. May I call you Lisa? she asked. Yes, Alice, of course call me Lisa. And yes, we're both most interested in becoming part of your family, I said. Her parents remained silent as the young woman continued. You know we do all things together to please each other, Lisa. We please you, and you please us. Are you ready to please us as we please you, Lisa? she asked. Yes, Alice. Carol explained to us about sharing your love together, and we did see you with Ted, I said. A wicked grin spread across Alice's face. She leaned forward and placed a hand on my knee. When you were getting dressed, Daddy wondered what sort of underwear you would put on, she said. I looked at Bob, and then at Carol. Neither of them said anything. They were waiting for me. I faltered a little, 
but finally stammered an answer. Well, we weren't sure if it was going to be a formal dinner or not, so I'm afraid I overdressed a little and put on some stockings with a garter belt. Presumably you put on panties as well, Lisa, asked Alice. She was leading me on now, and I had to but follow. Yes, Alice, I do have panties on too, I said. That's nice, Lisa. I know you're in your thirties, so it's sensible for a woman of your age to wear panties, she smiled, seeming satisfied with my answer. Thank you, Alice, I muttered, not quite sure what it all meant. It was quite clear that her mother and father were not interfering with this line of questioning, as we all remained quiet for a few moments. Tell us about your panties, Lisa, Alice continued abruptly. I took a deep breath. I wasn't expecting that, but we had started, so there was no easy way to stop. They are ordinary white cotton panties, Alice. A little thin, but not too small. No thongs? she asked. No, ordinary medium cut, I said. If they are thin, Lisa, then they must feel nice between your legs. Do they go up inside you very much? she asked. They do a little, Alice, I said. What about your bottom? continued Alice. My bottom? I asked. Yes, your bottom. Your ass, Lisa. You have thin white panties on. You have a nice round ass. Do they ride up between your ass cheeks? asked Alice. Carol and Bob looked quite interested in all this, and my husband looked both aroused and a bit confused at the question. They do go up a bit, Alice, I nodded, blushing slightly. Alice nodded and smiled at her parents. I think she's ready, Mum, she said. I think so as well, love, Carol smiled and turned to her husband. She's ready, Bob. The chat had been some sort of preparation. Bob looked at me intently and extended his hands. Come over here now. From what we all heard a little while ago, Lisa, I think you have been a naughty girl. Have you been a naughty little girl today? he asked. I panted, as I realised the things we had disclosed earlier were now common knowledge, and probably everyone in the house had heard me screech my orgasm. I knew I had to answer his question. Yes, sir, I have been a naughty girl, I muttered in embarrassment, and stepped in front of him. And how did you get the nickname Popsy? he asked gently, taking my hands in his. I knew Carol told him of my dirty old man fantasy, and now it was about to become real. When I had this overwhelming erotic fantasy in the past, I had always been alone in my bedroom, or the toilet, or the shower, with just my fingers for companionship. Now it was coming to life, in the bar of a country manor, with the old man's wife and daughter and my own husband eagerly looking on. My daddy used to call me that when I was a little girl. I would sit on his lap, and he would hug and kiss me and touch me. It always felt so good, and made me so happy, I said. There was a heavy silence for a long moment, and then he used some other words from my private fantasy. I want you to be my little girl, Popsy, and I will be your daddy, he said. Oh yes, thank you, daddy, I moaned, a warm tingle growing between my legs. I wasn't sure what would happen next, and then Carol murmured, Pull up your skirt, Popsy, and bend over your daddy's lap. I was in a dream as I did as I was told, knowing my panties were on show for all to see. He started to smack my bottom, not too hard, but I could feel it getting hotter and presumably redder. It had never happened before in real life, but lots of times in fantasy. My heart was in my mouth with excitement because I was so afraid and nervous, and my husband was watching. This was many times more exciting than the fantasy. I was so aroused, I thought I might wet myself. And then I heard Alice's voice behind me. Daddy? Slap. Yes, love. Slap. She wants her panties down. Slap. I gasped. I felt so humiliated, it was almost as if they could read my mind. Alice is right, Bob. Pull her panties down. Carol spoke up decisively. Slap. Bob eased my panties down over my bottom and whispered in my ear. 
This is getting even better, isn't it, Popsy? He said. Slap. Oh, yes, Daddy. Oh, God, yes, I said. Slap. My pussy was on fire. Everyone seemed to be taking part in the conversation except my husband. His face was getting red with excitement, and I could see a small movement in his trousers. He wasn't overly big, but this conversation aroused him, no doubt furthered by Carol's hand resting on the middle of his inner thigh. Alice must have noticed him as well, as I heard her tease him. Popsy likes it, Danny boy, doesn't she? she said. Yes, it certainly appears she does, Alice, he muttered, apparently having trouble speaking distinctly. It'll get even nicer for her in a minute, Danny, when Daddy does even more, said Alice. More, Alice? he asked. He'll open her legs, of course, I heard Alice laugh, and Dan gasp in surprise. But, 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 Dan stammered. But what? Alice sounded cross. You both want to be in the family and play with us all, don't you? she said. It was so quiet that for a brief moment we could almost hear my husband thinking before muttering, Yes, I do, Alice. We both do. That's a good boy, Danny, Carol exclaimed, and moved her right hand over to my husband's engorged cock, fondling him through his trousers. Thank you, Mummy, Dan simply answered, turning me on even more with the comment, and caressed one of Carol's ample tits. Why don't you tell Popsy to open her legs for Daddy, Carol said to my husband. Her legs? Dan questioned Carol. Yes, dear, ask your wife to spread her legs and show us her sweet pussy, Carol cooed seductively. Dan leaned forward and spoke in a husky whisper, his hand never leaving Carol's right breast. Lisa, please, please spread your legs for Daddy, and all of us, he said. As I rolled over onto my back, my panties pulled down around my knees, I could feel my own wetness dribbling down the inside of my thighs. I giggled. This was even better than the fantasy. I opened my legs, restricted slightly by my panties. Luckily the elastic was quite stretchy, so I could give them all a perfect view between my chubby thighs. I could see Carol smiling, and Alice was laughing as she addressed her father. "'What do you think of her cunt, Daddy?' she asked. Bob was really enjoying himself. "'It's a nice-looking pussy,' he agreed, with luscious lips and not too much hair. "'You know how I don't like getting cunt hair in my teeth,' he said. I looked up at Alice, staring hungrily straight between my legs. "'Ted will like her cunt, too. He likes juicy thick cunts.' she said. Not only Ted, Alice, all of us. She has a pussy all of us can truly enjoy, Carol exclaimed huskily. Then I knew for sure we really were welcomed into the family. As Carol said that, Ted walked into the room, accompanied by four couples of varying age. They all smiled happily, gazing down between my legs at my fully exposed pussy. Somehow, I wasn't embarrassed at all. I smiled back and spread my thighs for them as wide as I could manage. All the guests are here now, and dinner is ready. Ted announced, gave his sister a quick kiss, and brushed his hand over his mother's tit as he walked out of the room. One of the new men helped me stand, his dick clearly bulging in his pants. I was so aroused, it was all I could do not to fall on my knees and take that hard cock into my mouth right then and there. Dan I was taken aback by the intense way Lisa pushed me down and tore at my clothes, attacking me with the ferocity of a starving animal. My dick was already throbbing so hard, my cum shot into her pussy after a few manic thrusts into her dripping wet cunt. She howled her orgasm like never before, until we both collapsed, hugging each other. When she told me how aroused she was by the entire situation, I slid down her body, licking and sucking her dripping cunt and clit, until she climaxed again on my face. 
I knew for sure she was ready to dive into the deep end of this incestuous pool when she stopped me from closing the privacy bolt in the bathroom. I think she would have fucked Ted and Alice right there on the floor if either of them walked in at that moment. We were not sure about the expected attire for dinner. I put on some casual pleated slacks, a dress shirt with no tie and a sports coat. Lisa wore a frilly blouse, a plain short skirt and black stockings. She just grinned at me as she buttoned up the blouse and realised I knew she wasn't wearing a bra. Carol and Bob rose and greeted us warmly when we walked into the lounge, giving us both hearty hugs. Alice took our drink orders and returned a few moments later as we settled into the comfortable furniture. Carol insisted I sit next to her on a stuffed couch, one just wide enough for the both of us, with our hips and legs pressed firmly together. We chatted amicably for a few minutes, before Alice gazed intently at Lisa and started asking questions about her panties and hose. I was only half paying attention, recalling Alice's tits and nipple rings and dark cunt hair. While Carol kept her gaze on Lisa, her hand rested lightly on my thigh. She occasionally took her eyes off Lisa and Bob, looked me in the eyes with a wicked smile, and moved her hand closer to my crotch, and my now stiff and throbbing dick. When she finally placed her hand directly on my cock, she took my hand in her free one and pressed it against her right tit. I could feel her erect nipple through the material of her brows and bra. There was no doubt from the smile in her eyes she could feel my dick throbbing beneath her hand. When Lisa rose and stepped in front of Bob, I turned my attention back to her. It took me a moment to even realise what was happening as she lifted her skirt and lay across Bob's lap, calling him Daddy. Bob spanked her a few times and then, encouraged by both Alice and Carol, pulled Lisa's panties down and smacked her bare bottom even more. Alice turned to me with a devilish grin. Popsy likes it, Danny boy, doesn't she? she said. Yes, it certainly appears she does, I moaned, seeing the growing lust in Lisa's eyes. It will get even nicer when Daddy does even more, Alice responded. More? I asked. He'll open her legs, of course, Alice laughed, and I gasped. But, 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 I stammered. But what? Alice said. You both want to be in the family and play with us all, don't you? Yes, I do, Alice. We both do. That's a good boy, Danny, Carol exclaimed, and squeezed my engorged cock through my trousers. Thank you, Mummy, I answered, and caressed one of her ample tits. Why don't you tell Popsy to open her legs for Daddy, Carol said to me. I leaned forward and spoke in a husky whisper, my hand never leaving Carol's right breast. Lisa, please, please spread your legs for Daddy, and all of us, I said. I could tell by the wild look in her eyes that Lisa was more aroused than at any time I could remember, and would do anything any of us asked in that moment. They were discussing my wife's hairy pussy when Ted walked in with four other couples and announced all the guests were here and dinner was ready. Alice bent over to lick my ear, her tits freely swinging under her loose blouse. She took my hand, and before I could rise, pulled it up between her legs. Her bare pussy was dripping wet. "'Oh, Danny boy, we're going to get along so very well,' she murmured into my ear, and led me into the dining room. We all milled around for a few minutes until Bob walked in, got our attention, and told us to find the seat with our name tag at the long dining room table. It took a few moments for everyone to be seated, and apparently deliberately not with our own partners. Bob sat at one end, and Carol at the other with Ted and Alice on either side of her. They brought the food and drink from the kitchen, and so were seated last. As Carol and Ted and Alice delivered steaming platters of meat and vegetables, Bob invited everyone to pour themselves some wine, and started to speak. As always, I'm so glad to once again see so many dear members of the family gathered around, 
he said warmly, and to welcome some new members as well. For the benefit of those here for just the first time, I will go around the table, starting at my left, and introduce each of you in turn. I glanced across the table at Lisa. Her face was slightly flushed, and her eyes burned brightly. Without her saying a word, I knew she had come to the same realisation as me. The definition of family here was a lot more inclusive than what we were normally used to. First we have Nora, Bob said, extending his hand to the young woman, seated immediately to his left. She is John and Rose's granddaughter, and will be married by them tomorrow to her brother, Harry, who is at the other end, sitting next to Alice. Nora was a short, slight girl with shoulder-length black hair and small, perky tits. She blushed slightly at the introduction. Next we have Gavin, who most of you already know. He's brought his 18-year-old daughter for her formal introduction to the family life this week. Gavin was a short, portly man with a completely bald head. He smiled weakly as he looked around the table and nodded. This, of course, is Mother Rose, with whom even the newest visitor is familiar, by reputation at least. Rose couldn't have stood more than five feet tall, with extremely short grey hair and tits that seemed far too big for her stature. She looked around and smiled at everyone. Next we have Dan, Bob continued, indicating me. He and his wife Lisa are visiting us for the very first time and are eager to join the family. I blushed slightly and kept my eyes down as others around me stirred. I glanced up quickly to see Lisa beaming at me and realised how very much she wanted to do this. I believe most of you already know Nicole, who is visiting us again, this time with her youngest son, Will. Is that all four sons you've brought us now, Nicole? Bob chuckled. Nicole laughed and dropped her right hand on my thigh. She was a most elegant-looking woman, at least my height, her head shaved so smooth it glistened in the light. Her tits were barely the bumps of her nipples, and very little curve of an ass. As Bob moved on, Nicole looked me directly in the eye, and squeezed my thigh and smiled. My dick twitched, and without another thought, I put my hand on the bare skin of her leg, just above her knee. She squeezed my thigh again, and moved her hand closer to my crotch. I did the same, and by the time Bob moved on to the rest of the introductions, her hand was resting on top of my stiff cock, and my hand felt the soft, curly hair covering her bare pussy, unimpeded by any panties. Of course, everyone knows Ted, Carol and Alice, Bob continued, and those of you who still don't know them completely yet surely will before your visit concludes. There were a few giggles and outright guffaws at that, and Bob just smiled brightly. Now, moving on, we have Harry, the soon-to-be husband of his sister, beautiful Nora, Bob continued. Harry looked so young he barely needed to shave. He was sort of lanky and clearly uncomfortable with the attention. Then there is Lisa, Dan's lovely wife, who, I can assure you after our discussion a little earlier today, will be a most welcome and eager addition to the family. I looked over and grinned at Lisa, her eyes ablaze with excitement, and even lust. Nicole noticed my dick twitch and squeezed the head a little tighter with her free hand. I pushed my fingers a bit harder against her now damp pussy. Father John needs no introduction to most of you, and I'm sure the rest will get to know him as well as anyone during your visit. Bob went on, nodding to the short, slim, smiling man next to Lisa. Then there is Casey, Gavin's daughter, who is also here for the first time. I'll bet her brother filled her in on this visit last year with their mother, Bob grinned. Casey looked to be no more than eighteen about five foot two, tall with a slim athletic body, flaming red hair and freckles everywhere. She wore a rather tight blouse, unbuttoned to below her perky tits, with erect, eraser-sized nipples poking through the fabric. Her face was slightly flushed as she smiled brightly. 
I would not have been surprised if Father John was fondling her pussy at that very moment. And finally last, but hardly least, is Will, Nicole's son, who is also visiting us for the first time. With that, I wish everyone good cheer and enjoy the meal, Bob finished and sat down. Will was a strapping boy, well over six feet tall, with well-developed biceps, stretching the material of his shirt. He squirmed around considerably, clearly uncomfortable with the attention of everyone else at the table. As Bob sat and Carol and Ted finished serving the meal, Nicole leaned in to whisper in my ear, My son has a very nice long, thick cock that both you and your wife are most welcome to enjoy, she murmured, and I know he will like drinking your cum out of my cunt. It was all I could do not to shoot my cum in my pants right then, especially when Nicole wiggled her hips and my finger slipped between the folds of her now very wet pussy. The need to use both hands to cut the meat on my plate, along with a few questions from Mother Rose on my other side, kept me from finger-fucking Nicole right there and then. It turned out that this was a wise decision. I found out it was considered bad form to have or induce orgasms during meals. With the dinner finished... We all walked our dirty plates and cutlery into the kitchen, while Carol and Alice set out dessert and coffee. Bob announced the playpen was open. I started to ask what that meant, but he silenced me with a raised hand. Lisa, Will, Casey, Dan, if we could have a moment, he said, as the others filed out of the dining room. Bob and Father John led us down to a short hall that appeared to be an office, with a small round conference table. The four of us sat, while Bob handed each of us some papers, a pen, and an envelope, with our name already neatly printed on it. "'What is this?' Casey asked a bit irritably. "'I thought we were going to the playpen, my brother so raves about.' "'Oh, don't worry, we'll be going there shortly, and I assure you everyone will be waiting, or mostly anyway,' Father John said with a devilish smile. "'But first, since you four are here for the first time, we need a little more information for your confessions and introduction to the family.' I started looking through the papers, five or six pages listing just about every form of sexual activity I'd ever heard about, and a few I hadn't. Lisa gasped audibly and looked up at Bob and John. Some of this seems pretty personal, she stated. That it is, Bob agreed, but to properly fit into our very intimate family, we need to know every personal detail, about you, your fantasies, and your fetishes. Tomorrow we will share the information with the others, but first John and Rose will go over it, and prepare you for your confessions, so please be as honest and as accurate as possible. Lisa looked over at me, pleading for an answer. I just shrugged, and began filling out the fantasies and fetishes questionnaire. After a moment, I could see her turn to the task as well. I was very curious how she would answer some of the questions about things we'd never done as a couple, or simply never discussed, like our masturbation habits, anal play, threesomes, orgies, submission, and the like. After perhaps ten minutes, everyone was done, and following Father John's instructions, placed the completed forms in the envelopes. He gathered them up, thanked us, and left the room. Now we can join the others in the playpen that lovely young Casey is so anxious to visit, Bob chuckled, and led us out of a different door to the one we entered. Casey hooked her arm in mine as we followed Bob and Lisa and Will down an unfamiliar hall to a double door at the end. Bob opened both doors and stepped back, allowing us to enter together. At first glance, it looked like everyone else was there, and they were all mostly or completely nude. I'm so excited, Casey gushed, pulling me closer. This will be my first ever orgy with people I haven't known my whole life. To be continued. 
the country cottage in the country cottage yeah well 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 <laughs> i don't even know where to start discussing this chapter i felt like there were some horribly uncomfortable moments during that there is something which is incredibly creepy to me about the the incest dynamic here i don't know i think that's probably quite a common reaction to the idea of having sex with members of your family but it's surprising how often it comes up in porn it seems like it's a real staple of the modern pornographic canon so it's obviously popular with some people I just have a really hard time, I guess, especially with, and maybe this is because I've got a younger sister, but moments like the one where Alice is speaking in a babyish voice saying, I love being Teddy's baby girl. Oh, that to me is just so, so uncomfortable. (laughs) To me, it's so weird that that is not a big turn off for Dan and Lisa. And it's so strange to me that while they've got no issues with that kind of thing, The thing they do have an issue with is the idea of the confession not being a private confession. Like, that's the thing that they gasp about, you know? It's like these guys need to examine their priorities in a big way. Bit of a reveal this time about the nature of Bob and Carol's relationship. I didn't see that coming, that they are in fact brother and sister, although... Maybe that's just my own naivety. Maybe I should have seen that coming, as that definitely seems to be one of the big themes of this story. As I was reading Dan's description of the intense and very quick sex that he and Lisa had after that encounter with Alice and Carol in the bathroom, and it sounds like basically all the characters are married to their siblings, because there's also those two other siblings, Nicole and Harry, getting married as well they're about to get married tomorrow so it's obviously just like the done thing in this weird family i couldn't help but be a little bit skeptical by dan's confidence in his ability to give lisa an orgasm in just three pumps just a three pump orgasm is that realistic can you give someone an orgasm in just three pumps in my experience it takes more pumps than that And so I was sceptical of Dan's account in that moment. But then we got onto Lisa's recollection of that intercourse, and it's confirmed. In fact, she didn't just orgasm, it was one of the most intense orgasms of her life. Although not such a satisfying orgasm that she couldn't immediately have another one all over his face. You know. I think one of the best scenes that we've had in this story so far is the awkward conversation between Alice and Lisa about Lisa's panties. That was really intense, wasn't it? It was like a lawyer questioning a witness in some kind of sexual court. Alice is just trying to wheedle out some information, and and all of Lisa's answers are so (laughs) matter-of-fact. Yes, Alice, I, I do have panties on, yeah. Yeah, they do go they do go a bit up my bottom, that's that's right, yeah. There was a really bizarre comment during that when Alice said to Lisa, Oh yeah, it is sensible for a woman your age to wear panties. What's that about? Do younger women not wear panties? Is Lisa, how old is she, like 30? Is 30 an age where you're too old to not wear panties? What's going on? That whole interaction was some kind of bizarre test. 
just to see if Lisa is ready. And I wonder, like, what is it that she did right in that test? Could she have failed it? What would have happened if she'd failed it? Would they have just had a normal dinner? Or maybe they would have been told, sorry, no dinner. You can't come to the dinner. If Lisa's panties weren't up her bottom, her and Dan would have gone hungry that evening. Is that what you're telling me? The second really horrible cringe moment for me was the popsy bit. (laughs) God, I just think it's so horrific, isn't it? Like a childhood nickname like Popsy. (laughs) There's such an innocence to Popsy that I just don't feel comfortable despoiling in in a sexual way. It grosses me out so much to hear people use mummy or daddy in a sexual dirty way. It just really makes me cringe. And I think the worst bit of that whole section was when Lisa explains why she finds that so arousing. And she recalls that she used to sit on her dad's lap and he would hug and and kiss me. And at that point I was like, okay, well, that sounds kind of wholesome. Weird that you see it in a sexual way now, but okay, at least that sounds like a loving, supportive father. And then I read, and touch me. That's, That's not a happy memory, of your dad touching you that's that's a you were abused as a child that's not a thing that should make you feel so good and so happy like that's super fucked up and it's no wonder that the next sentence is there was a heavy silence for a long moment yeah no shit there's no other way to react to somebody telling you that they enjoyed being abused by their father So there's just this long, heavy silence and the memory of an abusive father just hanging in the atmosphere until good old Bob breaks the ice. (laughs) Oh, God. Nobody acknowledges it. It just rolls like water off a duck's back in this incestuous cottage. And then we get into the slapping scene, which was so cringe, I had a hard time taking it seriously at all. It's so littered with these, like, creepy child abuse-type allusions that it's just... it's kind of disgusting. So obviously we get the other guests. Obviously there's weird combinations there. There's a mother and her teenage son. There's a father and his teenage daughter. So weird. So many cringe moments. Like, I don't know how Dan could sit there with a straight face while somebody tells you that their son will enjoy sucking your cum out of their pussy. Surely nobody would find that sexy. Like, I feel intensely uncomfortable, even imagining that from Dan's point of view. Let alone to imagine yourself from the son's point of view. Oh, I can't... that, That genuinely makes me nauseous. But yet for Bob and Carol, and apparently for Dan and Lisa, this is really doing it for them. And all this stuff about the priest and the nun, and all the confession weirdness, uh, it's like... And, and now there's all this like contract and questionnaire and shit that you have to sign. Like, I would be running for the hills, because this sounds like a crazy sex cult. I would be worried that at some point during the evening we're going to find out that there was poison in that food and this isn't just a sex cult, it's also a suicide death cult. Because that's the vibe that I'm getting from this situation, that it's like there's something seriously fucked up going on just beneath the surface. You know what? It's not even beneath the surface. It's protruding far beyond the surface, if I'm honest. But that's not a red flag 
for Lisa or Dan. Apparently, that's just what they've been looking for for all these years in their relationship. The thing that was missing, and it seems like an incredible extreme to have to go to, to spice things up in your marriage, especially given that Dan talks briefly about some things that they'd never discussed. Quite basic stuff like masturbation, anal play, threesomes, orgies, submission, and the like. <laughs> I feel like all of those things are completely acceptable, normal to enjoy. They're all things that are perhaps stuff you could have tried before you had to go to the extreme of joining a sex cult. Weird as well that the one boundary they do rub up against is that you're not allowed to come at the dinner table. Apparently that's a faux pas. Anyway, let's dig into the comments. There's only one comment, and I think that's probably because most people reading this story were rendered completely speechless. And it's a comment from someone we've had before, from Right Bank, and they say, With people I haven't known implies that she has been in orgies with people she does know. Interesting. And yeah, that kind of struck me too. They're referring there to a comment from Casey, right at the end of the chapter, which is so fucked up, because Casey is 18. We know she's 18, I already said that. And it sounds like she's, like, well into the orgy game. She's pretty experienced, pretty excited about this experience. No trepidation. If I recall myself at 18, there would have been a good deal of trepidation at the thought of having sex with even one other person. I certainly wouldn't be going into an orgy without a good deal of trepidation. And I think that's kind of the smoking gun when it comes to the child abuse aspect of this story. I think that's kind of the thing that reveals almost the most about how this sick operation functions. You've got to get them young. That's basically the modus operandi of the Carey family. And my guess is that Casey and, and Will, they're 18. By this time, they've just been abused so much and involved in things which, as a minor, they should not have been involved with, that they were not mature enough to understand. They've been the victims of basically statutory rape so many times that it's just completely normalized to them and they don't even see it as something unusual. You know, that's just what families do. And to me, that's a deeply disturbing thought. If you have enjoyed this chapter of The Country Cottage and you want to go on to Literotica and read some of the other parts of this story or maybe you want to get into A Dirty Old Man's back catalogue, you can do that by going to literotica.com and searching for AA Dirty Old Man in PHX1 and you'll be able to find all their stories by searching for them as an author. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you're curious about where this story is going to go next, can it get more depraved than it already has? I have a feeling it probably will do. Then please join us again next week for part three of The Country Cottage for chapter three. In the meantime, please write a little review, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, sharing it amongst friends perhaps, or perhaps even amongst family members. Maybe maybe this isn't so weird to you. Maybe you're someone who lives basically the country cottage life and you're okay with it. It's That's your normal. <laughs> and you feel comfortable sharing this with a family member? By all means, go ahead. Get the podcast out there. So with that said, have a fantastic week. I think I'm going to have a strong drink and a hard think about what I'm doing with my life. And I'll see you next time on Let's Get Sexy. 
the country cottage in the country cottage yeah carol turned to her smiling son who was also naked with a big stiff dick he made no attempt to cover himself either how was she today ted asked his mother she was awesome as usual, Mum. Just the way you know I like, Ted responded. I mentioned my fetish for large tits. <laughs> Is that a fetish? <laughs>